Made up by somebody's little housewife. What the fuck is this thing called again? S. H. A. M. Oh, shameless. L-E-S. Ooh, you a cheerleader name? And another S. Ooh, shameless pillow talk, bitch. All right, so here we are again with this fucking shameless fucking pillow talk. Another episode. Guess what I got with me, y'all? I'm back, y'all. Just take a guess, just take a guess, just take a guess. I'm back. Y'all know where to find me. What's your name? Samad Amir, that's S-A-M-A-A-D-A-M-I-R. <laughs> almost forget? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Instagram. at your commands. What's your address? <laughs> what's your phone number? None of your concern unless you're paying those bills. What's your, uh, what's your, uh, what's your, what's, what's My your, credit score? Your PS4. My credit score is a 736. I just checked it. Really? Yeah, that's good. I think. Share some with me. I'm trying. I'm trying to buy a house. I'm trying to buy a house mm-hmm. for me and my man. Ain't that right, baby? Yes. Period. Period. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So it's me. It's me. If y'all know my name, then you know. You just never fucking know it, I guess. Um, jumping right into this. Y'all so fucking rude. Sorry, y'all. We got an audience, and half of them got Corona. We got an audience, and oh. yeah, you're right. And they don't be li- they listening, but they don't want to add their feedback. But they want to cough in the fucking background. But you know what? It's cool. It's cool. <coughs> so, fucking bitch. Um. <laughs> so, let's get into friend it. with all the bubbles in the background. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> if. Talk if your little friend, you know, that you met and got their own house or their own car, what you doing? They ain't got their house with no car, no transportation, no home that I can come and chill and watch Netflix, watch Madam CJ Walker. Let me say something. Is that a good is that a good show? That's a good show. First of all, Madam CJ Walker is cute. Four tonight. Four episodes is good. But um me about to be 31 on Thursday. Woo woo. Happy mm. early birthday to me. I don't think that I can deal with someone who doesn't have the combination of both. So, mm -hmm. I feel like I can deal with one or the other. Right. But not two together. That's just You don't have to have two together. But if you got your own place, I can come to you. Right. If you have a car, you can drive. You can come to me, or you can take me out to eat. But I'm what I'm not about to do is come get you and bring you back to my house, and then have to drive you. And back. then have to drive you back, and then have to drive back to my house, and then have to drive back to my house. That's a forty minute trip. Exactly. Trust me. I did the calculations before. Exactly, and I can't spend the night at your house, so that means sleepy and all. I got to drive back to my house, then I'm gonna be pissed, and I'm probably never gonna talk to you ever again. Honestly, if you're if you're an adult, if you're a working adult, and everything like that, I believe that you should have you should be able to sustain one or the other. And true. we're not. Now, um, it may not be true for everybody, but that depends on your determination. Mm-hmm. And that depends on, <laughs> to be quite frank, your skill sets mm-hmm. and skill levels mm-hmm. and everything. And I date people that's in my skill set and skill levels or above. Because right. I know that I'm going higher. Mm-hmm. I'm not going lower. Exactly. And we're not. So, baby, you got to have something. You got to bring something to the table. Exactly. 
Exactly. Um, I'm not knocking nobody that ain't got it. I'm just telling you that at this at this time, you know, I'm in my 30s. Welcome, Welcome. to the 30s club. 30s, baby. Um, I mean, I wasn't dealing with the shit when I was in my 20s, but I'm not knocking it, but it's like, I know what I want, and that's right. what I want. Right. I don't want a motherfucker that can't... I don't want, pretty much, you can't really... I'm not gonna say you can't sustain life, but you you can't keep me. Especially because if you out here, now, I don't care what nobody do, but if you out here saying, "Oh, babe, I ain't gonna house no car to do," but you out here smoking weed every day, you out here mm-hmm. popping bottles in the club, priority niggas and stuff like that. You out here with the latest Jordans, Balenciagas, whatever, whatever the case may have you, but you can't sustain a roof over your head, or you can't have a vehicle to drive. Mm-hmm. Maybe income income tax just came. I don't care what them people say. Mm-hmm. Buy yourself a car. Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. And everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't care what kind of car you got. Like, that's the crazy part about it. I don't care what kind of car you got. Oh, okay. You said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, as long as this car gets you around, okay. that's fine. Yeah. I, I hate you. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, I like my car. Yeah. I like my car. Right. Um, I went and got what I wanted. Right. And that's what, but that's the thing. You was able to give. I want keep that same energy. Get what you want, not what you can only afford. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. And stuff like that. No. I got what I wanted to, and everything like that. And uh-huh. like, then, okay, I'm not gonna knock a nigga for driving a Toyota or uh, um, I don't know a a a, a, a Hyundai because Hondas are actually good. But what you're not gonna do is. In 2020, drive a 1996 Honda. What's wrong with that? It's uh, but, but, what, what, what it's I just classic. said. It's a classic. Count the years. It's a classic. Baby, that's not a classic. It could be a mint condition. Ooh. It could be a mint condition. Oh, okay. No. Huh. You're not doing it? Hmm. But he got a way to come to you. None of that. Nobody said you had to ride in it. He could park, park it two streets over. They won't let that in my building. Yeah, and they won't let that in my building. It's a gas leak, babes. That's why I say he parked two streets over. Not in my, not in my area code. They don't let the gas leaks come down there. Uh, but they let everything else come down there. I mean, I mean the way I'm looking at it, um, I just really, I feel like if I'm doing what I gotta do to be on my shit. To make sure you have a home to right. come home to, right. not my home. You can't come here. Uh, let me speak. You can't come honestly here in Kennedy because I'm like capping a little bit. If you are progressing in life mm-hmm. and you are at a point where this is all you have right now, but you're progressing in life, you're doing things to say, I don't want to be here next year. Mm-hmm. Next year, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be above where I am now. Right. Then that's fine. You can come in your. T- you can come in your your Toyota mm-hmm. with the gas leak and the ripped seats and stuff like that. Because I know that you have something in you that's giving you a drive. It may mm-hmm. not be that car. Right. But it's something giving you a drive. Right. And I will allow that. But if you're stuck and you're comfortable with being stuck, that's the main thing. Being comfortable. Mm-hmm. I can't take comfortability in my life because I'm not comfortable where I'm at. I still want to grow. I'm not comfortable where I am at. Yeah. I am constantly looking for ways to grow. Yeah. But I feel like... I feel like that's just a that's just a setback in itself. Right. I feel like if 
if you're comfortable where you are, then we just can't even be together anyway. Like, you're comfortable where you are. You're comfortable, like, you know, what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. We can't be together that way. Yeah. Like, because now you're comfortable. You're comfortable with us. You're comfortable mm-hmm. with your lifestyle. And now nothing's, not, like, nothing's ever going to be different. Like, nothing's ever going to be, you know, the way it should be. So it's like, you mm-hmm. know, you know, the adult in me does the shit before it even starts. Like I said, I don't need you to have the world. I don't need you Do to you think that you should ever be comfortable in your life at any given point in time? I feel like... I feel like when you get to a point in your life... You know, you know your comfort zone. Yeah. You know your comfort zone. Me... I'm never going to be comfortable. Right. Like, the way, the, the lifestyle that I live, and I'm just talking about, like, you know, just the shit that I like to do, the shit that I want to, like, you know, whatever. It's like, I am never going to be comfortable. Like, the podcast, I'm never going to be comfortable until, you know, it gets to where it needs to be. And even then... But even then, you wanted to see I more. Yeah, to see more. Like, I'm always trying to go for more. I'm always trying to do more. I think that the... Only point in time for me personally that you can be comfortable is when I'm retired and when I have the benefits and everything that came with that retirement to allow me to be comfortable. Whether it was my pension, whether it was my 401k or my um, stocks and investments and stuff like that. That's when I can be comfortable because I did what I needed to do mm-hmm. and now I'm here just to live the rest of my life out peacefully as I want to. Not as my boss says, mm-hmm. not as you know the government or whoever else says. Mm-hmm. It's I'm living for me now. I think that's that point where you can be comfortable. When you're in them ages where like, baby, let's go to the beach for several months mm-hmm. and be okay. Because mm-hmm. we're going to be okay. Because mm-hmm. we know that. Mm-hmm. And that's when you can be comfortable. Exactly. When you have, a, when you know that, I'll be good without anything else exactly. supporting me. Exactly. I just feel like... Um, I just feel like... I just feel like... I'm never... It's people out here that, that are retired that aren't comfortable. Right. They want more. And I honestly feel like that might be me. Because that's the second chance in life. Now, I did this. Now, I want to do something for me. Exactly. And, and that's completely understandable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Listen, I just want to go for the gold. And I, I don't want nobody standing in my way. Period. Ever. And that's on that. Ever. Um, coronavirus. This shit is getting real. Shit is real. Shit is getting real. Um. Okay. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um. Human touch. Is it necessary? Mm. Human touch. Like, is it necessary? Like. Do you always have to be? Do you do you always have to be like we 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 could go both ways with this? Do, we like being sexual with somebody. Do you always have to like you know be involved with them? No, um, no. Being in a relationship, do you always have to be touching on and like holding on no. to the person? Why not? Let me tell you that my af- my affections and the way that I um. The way that I produce affection and the way that I allow affection is completely um, skewed, uh-huh. right? The way that I was raised up, I was raised in boarding school from 5th to the 12th grade. You were in boarding school? Yeah, from 5th to the 12th grade. So at that point in time, I was separated from my parents for um, 
nine months out the year, right? And stuff. Mind you, my boarding school was not for troubled children. It was for gifted. Some may say that I'm smart. Some may say that I'm a genius. I'll leave it up for them. But, <laughs> but I, at the age of 10, I had to learn to how to be an adult and how to fend for myself. So my affection different from having that parent to guide you and stuff like that. I had to necessarily guide myself. My mom did not want me to go to public school in Philadelphia because Philadelphia public school system is trash. Mm-hmm. It, has, it has always been trash as long as I live. Right. And my mom did not want me to partake in that. Even though in my 12th grade year, I did leave my um, private school and went to public school because I, I begged my mom to, to see how it was. And it was actually the worst time of my life. Okay. But... Um, my affection is different. I don't need the sensual touch and everything like that. I don't need the you up under my arms and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's not how I show a, affection. My, my affection is through caring mm-hmm. about who you are mm-hmm. and what you want to be. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I was raised. It, right. it was always about look at what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. And look at who you, who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And nurture that. Exactly. That's how I nurture my niggas it <laughs> that's how my niggas uh-huh. like I'm a one that I will care more about your desires and your wants more than you care and it can be looked at as a downfall or a gift and stuff like that however mm-hmm. you take it but for me mm-hmm. that's just how I am I can't change it I wanted to change it because it sometimes leaves me um, out in the cold. Don't change it. But I'm not because that's who I am. And I genuinely love that about me. Mm-hmm. I always care about my friends. I always want to support my friends and stuff like that. And sometimes I may show it in a tough love type of way. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to do better. Right. You, you're not doing enough. You need to exactly. do better. Exactly. And they don't get it in the beginning, but at the end, they my friends always say... I mean, my friends, I had friends for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. Exactly. And everything. So... Touching is not necessary. I think it's the love and how and however you produce that love mm-hmm. to that person is what matters. Well that's not the thing about it is physical touch isn't my isn't my love language. Right. Acts of services. Mm-hmm. Not even words of affirmation. Like I don't need you to tell me, you know, I'm pretty. I don't need you to tell me that you that know makes me how you care about me. Listen, because I already said I said it, I think I posted it the other night, like you got two times, maybe three, to call me handsome, like, mm-hmm. and then I'm just done with this. I'm done with the conversation. Because mm-hmm. motherfuckers, they'll be overdoing it. They'll be like, oh my God, you know, hello, handsome, how are you? But you that know? may be their love language. We got to understand it. But for, for, like, just like for you, that makes me uncomfortable. Because, it makes me uncomfortable because, yeah. like, I, I don't, that's not what I portray myself. Did you have to grow into your looks? Yes. Me too. I had to grow into my looks, but even when I grew into my looks and people used to tell me that I was handsome, it used to be... It used to be a weird thing because I never felt that way because guess what? Growing up, people never told me that. Ex- well, wait, listen. Exactly. told me that. But it's like kids in school, they used to be like, oh, he ugly. Oh, he black. Oh, he this. He can't dress. Oh, his hair nappy. Blah, 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 blah. And the crazy part about it was I wasn't even that dark. My hair wasn't Wait, listen. Like- wait, listen. One time, so I had like, a patch of borders in the back, in the back, in the back of my head, y'all, because I used to rub my... I used to wrap my hair on my jacket. Mm. And that's and that static used to make my hair fall out. Mm-hmm. I never to tell bitches, oh, I, my story was for the longest, I slipped on ice and the ice cut my hair off. <laughs> <laughs> so you were telling people this. You had a whole lie. I had a whole lie. Way to go. And I always like, until like the eighth grade, I always felt like I was like the last pick. 
Then in the eighth grade, I started to do like sports and stuff like that. I started to develop like you know an athletic body. I started to grow into my looks and stuff like that. And then people, the same bitches that told me that mind you, those bitches now they all pregnant, broke, and ugly. Mm-hmm. But the same bitches that used to say I don't want you now, they wanted me. Exactly. That they, they, they didn't want me then. They want me now. And but it always caused me to have a un a un a uncomfortable type of um um zone when mm-hmm. someone said you're handsome or attractive and even me being about to be thirty one on Thursday, when someone calls me handsome uh-huh. or attractive, I kinda like cringe because uh-huh. it's like it just makes me go back to that child, to that boy in the seventh grade who right. didn't feel that way. Exactly. And that's weird. Like, I don't know. The, but the crazy thing about it is it's like people calling me handsome that's no fault of theirs like I don't like it but that's no fault of theirs right. that's mine right. that's my issue that I have to deal with because guess what I grew up and I had low self esteem right like I had low self esteem right like the lowest of the fucking low because I'm like okay my mama's telling me this I'm in my head I'm like my mama's telling me you know oh you know you're handsome you're this blah blah blah, blah. and I'm just like my mother's telling me this because it's my mother I'm like so of course like I'm thinking in my head okay my mother's gonna lie for me because, you know, she just wants me. She just, she just wants me to pick up my spirits. But I'm like, what Why do they, What? What reason do these kids have to lie to me? Right. That was, that was going through, through kids, my head. Kids, they tell their truth. Exactly. First grade, first grade all the way up until sophomore year of high school. Maybe junior year is when I really started coming into myself. Right. Like, these motherfuckers. And the crazy part about it was there was nothing wrong with me. Like, looking back, like, there was nothing wrong with me. Like, not saying that, you know name brand clothes are like everything to a kid or whatever because it's like it wasn't shit to me right but it was like i had name brand shit so it's like they were they would pick at that like you know oh you got this instead of this or it'd be like you know like people used to talk about my skin color so i used to be i i wasn't that dark but i used to be darker than i am now right um they used to talk about my hair they used to talk they literally used to talk about everything like literally anything that you could pick at on a person they used to pick me the fuck apart kids are mean kids are fucking evil Kids are mean. Kids are fucking evil. And that's why I'm always like... <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm, like, I literally see kids acting like a certain way. And I'm like, I could smack the whole fuck out of you. Yes. Even as a joke. I could smack the whole fuck out of you and not even feel bad about it. Because I'm like... Be- kids don't understand that it needs to be a filter. I remember I was probably like 17 or 18. And I was walking in the streets of North Philly. That's where I'm from. North Philadelphia. Born and raised. Did you spend time on the playground? Nah. Okay. Well, I actually I did, but not playing ball. Okay. I was watching them play. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, and I was walking, I was walking the street late at night, and this little maybe eight year old boy was like, "Hey, yo, your shoes look stupid, dickhead. Don't wear them drawings around here. You gonna get beat the fuck up." And I had to scurry on through the neighborhood because this eight this eight year old boy talking to an eighteen year old man, fucking bashing me. Mm-hmm. I him saying kids. They need to have a sensitivity class starting in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. It needs to be young mm-hmm. because kids are kids. I are feel like kids are a direct reflection of their fucking parents. Because I wasn't like that. Yeah, me, yeah. I feel like kids are like that. Like you can say, you know, oh, you don't do this, blah blah blah. blah. Okay, so like, like okay, so I was in Target the other day, and this little boy told his sister to fuck off. Mind you, his sister was, like, in a... Like, she couldn't be no more than two. Right. This boy probably was, like, six. He was on the car. I told his sister to fuck off. And his mother was like, we don't use words like that. Well, clearly you looked, do. And he looked at her like, all right, bitch, like... You told my daddy to fuck off just last right, night, bitch. Like, so it's like... Granted, you know, kids pick up shit from different places. 
But I feel like if a child is comfortable enough to do some shit in front of you, mm-hmm. then they've seen you do it before. Right. It's been learned. Like, it's been learned from you. Like, right. me, I was never comfortable enough to cuss in front of my mama. Right. Even now, if somebody, like, try to play my mama and I have to cuss them out in front of her, I still feel bad. And I'm just like, ooh, I don't want to say that. But then I... But, I'm my mama's. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. It's just. It's just period point fucking blank. I'm my mama. I'm my mama's problem child. Like, like, and I will knock you out of her. Period. So it's like cussing in front of her is just weird. Like, cause she never like allowed it. Or like when I come home, I'm gonna be like, oh, let's have like you know let's have a drink or whatever, and I'd be like. Oh, baby, my mom's having a Girl, get, get the Hennessy daughter. Listen now, I'm my mom's daughter. Now, now I'll do it, but I. It took some. It, t- it took some growing into. It, took, it, it took some growing yeah. into because it was like the first time she did it. I was just like, "You want to do what? You trying to get a drink with who?" Period. So it's like I feel like, I feel like, like I said, kids are a direct reflection of their fucking parents, and we talking about not like, oh, you know, I I was this, and then I grew up and I grew out of it. We talking about like actual kids, right? Like. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what, what, like, what reason would a person have to ever be, like, that horrible to a person? Like, the, the joke that they be saying? These motherfuckers used to say some horrible shit to me, and it wasn't fucking funny. Like, it wasn't fucking funny, because you know what? This boy, <laughs> this boy thought it'd be funny, like I said, to call me a fucking faggot. Oh. Oh. Sophomore year. Let's bleep that out. Now, listen. Bleep. I drew the line. Right. That's where I drew the line at. Like, okay, you can talk about my clothes. You can talk about my mama. You can talk about whatever. Like, this is me, like, in, in high school. Like, right. now, you better ever put your mouth on my mama. You better ever put your mouth on me. Right. <laughs> like, because I'm not the person that I was growing up. Like, and you know, that whole mentality, like me fighting back, that caused me to, you know, get a fucking record. <laughs> that caused me to get a fucking record. So it's like, I'm not saying like that's the type of person I am, but it's like, I don't, like, I don't do bullies. I don't do bullies. And I said that before. Like, if, if somebody's bullying you and you clearly don't want no smoke, now I got to say something. Period. Now I have to say something. Because I'm like, okay, so you're bullying somebody that don't want no smoke and you need to realize that I want it all. Because I need to show you something. Because clearly, <laughs> you, clearly you think this is a game. Mm-hmm. This is not no joke. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. that's like that's like my act of service. That's like me being a good Samaritan. Being to award you with a medal. Yeah. like this. That's, that's just me being me. I don't do bullies of any kind. If I feel like you're being bullied, I'm going to say something about it. Because oh. that shit triggers me. That shit triggers me like no other. Cause I I see myself in people that get bullied, and right. I and I just see like this helpless ass person. So I just so now it could be anything else, but I'm gonna always want smoke on bullying. I can agree with that. Like so, even this past weekend, I had a um, house gathering, and mm. it was shut up. It, it was mm. two friends there. They were friends. They came together, uh-huh. and the one and someone said to the one guy, he was like. Oh, you like such and such. And the guy was like, bitch, are you crazy? Do you see do you see him? And everybody paused. Cause it was like, this is your friend. And you talking down and the boy felt so embarrassed. I saw it in his face. 
You're not gonna embarrass nobody in front of me. The voice so and I said, "Why did you? Why did you say that about your friend?" And he like, "Oh, you know, we just be playing." Y'all, he wasn't playing. If y'all play, y'all can do that when y'all in y'all own time, but not in front of mixed company. Right. Like you embarrassed this boy, and this boy had to kind of like gather that that fucking courage to be like, "Okay, let's keep going." But I can't do that. Like jokes, not funny. Like some jokes, jokes are really not funny at all. Jokes are not funny. Jokes are not like it's a lot of jokes that ain't funny. Like fucking coronavirus. This what's going what's going on right now? I be seeing people like the stuff and I get it, like because like how they said, you know, black people black people have been through so much and you know, we laugh things off to make it lighthearted for us. But people out here dying. Exactly. Like my okay, so my whole thing is I saw as you know I stay on Twitter. I saw on Twitter where this okay, so this Chinese man was attacked because they like it wasn't like him. It, these people, like people were telling him, you know, go back to China, right. go back to whatever, blah blah blah. And I'm like, y'all really don't see that this is like history repeating its fucking self. It's crazy. You can't tell somebody to go back to where they didn't come from. It's like saying go back to act, go back to Africa. Like a motherfucker should tell me to go back to Africa. Like bitch, I didn't come from there. Right. Like you can't, you can't tell somebody, you can't attack somebody for something that's going on in their home country. That ain't got shit to do with them. Like if they talking about you know Chinese Americans are you know, like fearing for their lives and shit and blah, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, listen, you can say whatever you want, but when you start targeting a race of people for mm-hmm. some shit that ain't got shit to do with them, you a fucking racist. Yes, but let me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't wish bad on anyone. Me either. But I can appreciate... Sometimes another race needs to appreciate what goes on with other communities, with other minorities mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And for us, this we have been targeted for years. Mm-hmm. And everything like that. And, I, and this is not me justifying anything at all. I don't justify this at all. Mm-hmm. But... At least it brings a conversation to the table because would we be having this conversation if it wasn't for the coronavirus, right? Would we be having sympathy for Chinese, for the Chinese and the Chinese American or the Chinese race in general Mm -hmm. if this wasn't happening? Because oftentimes they treat people wrong. So I'm not even going to lie to you. They do. They They treat people wrong. They treat people wrong. But... And they lack of disregard. Like when you go into some place, you ask a question. No, 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 no. You want this or that? It's no question. No, 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 no. I've been in places before where it was like, um, Sue, like, mm-hmm. is this chicken wing boiled or fried? Because I don't get it. You don't ask questions. You want now or you don't get at all. You have some compassion, right? <laughs> and so, like I don't know right. and stuff. And now they're seeing that and they're understanding it. Hopefully. And maybe when they come out on the other side, they will have a better understanding of what it means to be the minority that is that is ignored. Mm-hmm. Because the Chinese, the Chinese, the Chinese people for the longest have not been ignored. We have always considered them smart mm-hmm. and intelligent mm-hmm. and innovative. Mm-hmm. But with this now, you're on the same playing field as those people say that Mexicans don't belong here. They should go. They we should build a wall for them. Or black people, y'all can't, y'all, y'all came here, but we didn't come here on our own. 
we came we came here by force and stuff. And then with them, it's like y'all quote unquote created this virus and stuff and stuff like that. The China virus, as the Donald Trump says. But hopefully that they can gain a perspective from it and say, okay, you know, we're a part of that group too. And everybody should matter. Exactly. Like, I'm not saying, like, you know, because they disregard, like, they like they have so much disregard for, like, you know, everybody else that, you know, they deserve the treatment that they get for this. Right. Something happened in their home country. Right. But at the same time, I don't know how I'm trying to put this. I don't know how I'm trying to put this. I feel like if you're not going to fuck with them because you know how they treat people, be that. But I just feel like you can't treat them a certain way for something that's out of their control. Based off of a stereotype? Because they treat us like that. They treat us like that? Mm-hmm. You're right. But at the same time... But not to say it makes it even or right. It doesn't make it right. But I understand. It doesn't make it right. Yeah. Like, I be trying... Okay, so look. I always be doing this shit, and I'm always like, you know, I'm going to give the right answer, and I'm going to give the me answer. Mm. Like, I used to drive for Uber and Lyft, and when I'm got in my car, but I they got in my car, um, sis said something to a boy in the front seat, and he turned my air conditioning off. My job in Hawaii and it's hot. You turn my air conditioning off for what? Right. So I turned it back on. And he turned my music down. <laughs> he t- she said something to me, he turned my music down. Mind you, my music was already low. Right. Like I don't play like loud music with people in the car. Right. Like my music was low. So I turned my music back to where it was. And he was like, she's cold. And I'm like, you're literally like 0.5 miles away from where you're going. Right. Like, don't touch my stuff. Like, in that point, I had an issue. But I'm not about, I'm not about to walk up to no, I'm not about to walk into my from China or no Chinese American person and be like, this is what you get. Right. Like, this is what you get. Um, because it happened, it happened to us. It happened to us a lot. <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, wrong, wrong should not be fought with another wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a good person. Okay. I'm trying to be a good person. I already said, y'all, y'all about to stop here. 100%. And that's why I don't do Uber or nothing. I'd be like, y'all about to stop here. Bitch, I couldn't do Uber anywhere. Yeah. Especially out here. Uh, y'all about to stop here. Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like. I just feel like I don't know. I just be seeing jokes and stuff, and a lot of okay. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna say like they be funny because you know like they're making fun of people, but I usually try to make light of a situation. Yeah, and I definitely get that because you laugh at like the 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 content of the mm-hmm. joke, like but not necessarily around the context. Yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna tell a joke. It's going to be like, it's going to be like, you know, in good taste. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to tell no racist ass joke and be like, ha 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 ha, it's funny because, right. you know, like, coronavirus. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell like, like, you know, I'll laugh at it, like a situation, but I'm not gonna laugh at like the issue. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. The actual issue, but you'll laugh about... A like a situation scenario? concerning the issue, but not actually the issue itself. Yeah. And that's understandable. Like, I'm not going to laugh at somebody dying and things like that, but they posted yeah. a thing like that. 
they say, because, you know, men can't get no haircuts because the barbershop closed. First of all, clearly. Oh, that's, I like it. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know you died it. So, my shit fucked up. You died it. And I gotta get my shit done before, before my birthday. Go to cut the Uh huh. Go to cut the who the fuck is that? They ain't close. They ain't close. They doing underground they services. They in, uh, they in City Heights. Shout out to Cut, though. Go to City Heights and go get your hair cut off. San Diego. Tell Frankie I sent you. Period. <laughs> and get $10 off. I don't think he gonna get you $10 off. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he cut hair like nobody's business. Period. But, yeah, I mean, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to do. I don't know what I'm trying to do. What you got for me? You want to talk about something? What you want? What you, what you got for me? Let's get into some things. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about this. Okay. What you got for me? Let's talk about why is talking. Why is the talking stage so complicated? Because motherfuckers never want to be real. Why is it so complicated? Because motherfuckers don't ever want to communicate. They don't ever want to be real. They don't ever want to do nothing that makes fucking sense. Because they've shown a representation of themselves. Yeah. Of the false selves. Because it's not of themselves. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. So like, I picked that up because my homegirl she posted this thing, and it was like, I hate the beginning stage of talking to someone. I want to talk to them and hear from them all day. I want to be around them, but I also don't want to nag. But then I also don't want to seem like I don't care because I do, and I I feel that because it's like, I remember I was talking to this dude and he was like, like I had I had like, like we we, we had we had like really good conversation. Right. And, like, I'm talking to you, responding with, like, one-word answers. Mm. And I'm kind of like, I'm like, you all right? And he was just like, we just started talking and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, what's the issue? Like, why are you acting like this? Okay, so now, bitch, I'm crazy. Right. Like, the, and the crazy thing about it is I hate when motherfuckers call me crazy. Right. Because I know I don't be fucking crazy. Like, that's a trigger word for me. Crazy. Crazy. When a motherfucker, when a motherfucker act like I'm crazy... It makes me, I guess, crazy, and now I gotta. <laughs> act, now, now I'd have proved you right because it's like how be how Beyonce said, "You think you crazy? I'll show you crazy." When did Beyonce say that? She said it in Obsess. Really, it? bitch? Really? Commercial break. Okay. Really? We, you gotta watch that. You gotta watch oh, this. obsessed yes. with the with with the white lady and the black man. Yes. Oh, okay. you think you crazy? I show you crazy. I remember this, but no. Okay, so keep the point. Mm-hmm. This young man that I was that I've been communicating with and stuff like that, he used to hit me up. Like he would hit me up, like, like "Hey Dre, how are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm good, whatever." And then go on about about my way because I'm I, I I was so far removed from men and their and their approach and their um ideas of coming to me that it, it just didn't seem I was like I just didn't pay it no mind mm-hmm. but they were consistent about their method mm-hmm. and that was eternal because sometimes some people can just hit you up maybe a day and then mm-hmm. a week then a week later and mm-hmm. then a two days later and then three weeks later and stuff like that but he was consistent about his method and I appreciate that so I so you know we talked on FaceTime and it was a good conversation mm-hmm. and everything like that. And the way that he approached me through the message was the same way that he approached me authentic- authentically through us having a conversation. Okay. And once we started to communicate, once we started to talk via FaceTime and stuff like that, 
know what I'm saying? It was the same way. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll call you. Hey, what you doing? This, that, and third. And, every, and it, it, was, it wasn't too overbearing because I don't like that. That's kind of like, uh, that makes me fall back because like, I don't need someone that's going to be overbearing in my um, space and in my life and stuff mm-hmm. like that, especially when I'm just getting to know that person. Exactly. And um, it's been good thus far. They came, they came out here to visit. Oh hey! <laughs> Listen, they took the initiative and everything there, and that's a problem. I want somebody to come see me, and that's a that's a problem because let me say, I always like I love traveling. I love to meet people in person, and I always tell people that I don't care how long I talk to you on the phone, on Facetime, mm-hmm. on text messages, stuff like that. That does not compare to how I'm gonna talk to me in in person mm-hmm. because I need to see how you're gonna interact with me and how I'm gonna interact with you and how and how our and how our auras are gonna are gonna synchronize together in the same environment because I can love you on the phone mm-hmm. but hate you when you when I see you and I've had it before. I don't I just don't like the talking stages. It's complicated, it's I confusing. Er and everybody has their own rules. Exactly. And it's like damn Exactly, because I'm like, okay, so I, like I said, my whole little thing is acts of service. And motherfuckers be really looking at it like, okay, like, why are you doing all this for me? And I'm just like, why not? I, so I used to talk to this guy, right? Mm -hmm. And I fucked, and I liked him. I, I fucked with him. And I said, yo, let me come see you for, um... Let me come see you so we can hang out. Mm-hmm. And he like, oh, I don't think it's going to be a good time right now. Da, da, da. So then I said, yo, how about you come out here, right? And mm-hmm. things like that. And because you say you're not going to be a good time out there, you can you can come out here. It's a good time for me. I can take off whenever mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was always an excuse. And that was a turn off. And you know what? That will always be a turn off. Like an excuse will always be a turn off. Like you too old to have excuses. You say no, you say yes. Don't give no excuse. I'm I'm no, I'm good right now. But I'm like, mm, I would, but da, 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 da. I don't like excuses. I don't. I don't. Excuses is for the week. And I feel like like I said, motherfuckers always want to worry about your feelings. They always want to be like, I didn't want to hurt your feelings, or I was concerned Nigga, hurt, about your feelings. Hurt, hurt my feelings if, like, it need, if it needed. Mm, these are my feelings. These are my feelings, not yours. Don't yeah. worry about it. Like, if you feel as though you're going to hurt me, then if that's necessary, if you deem that, okay, I need to tell this man something. I need to tell this man I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Then tell me that. That's not going to hurt my feelings. That's going to, that's, that's, that's going to give me a perspective of what's going to happen afterwards. Okay, well, we don't have to talk. Maybe we be, we be better off as friends and stuff like that, or not even knowing each other anymore, but that's okay. You don't have to keep everybody that you encounter in your corner. Mm-hmm. For what? No reason. I'm not bitter no fucking team. Are you kidding me? I am. I can't... Listen, I can't build... I can't build a team. I have my... I had my core friends. I had people that I love. I had people that I genuinely like being around. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, I would not be around you. I would not text you. I would not call you and things like that. I'm building a roster. 
of your niggas. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Because, different. We walk different walks of life sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and just because we may be the same age or the same third, we live differently. May the best man win. Period. And that's just What's that, um, the Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that, is that not it? Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> is that not it? I'm I mean... Sorry. See, okay, so like the way I look at it, it runs right, it runs right to the fucking topic. Putting all your eggs in one basket. Mm. I will never. Now or had or have you ever? I'm always putting my eggs in one basket. I don't do it no more. I don't do it no more. Mm-mm. I'm not doing it no more. Like I'm just going to like if you don't talk to me today, I'm not about to sit around with nobody to talk to. If you don't talk to me today, seven other motherfuckers is waiting for me to talk to them. Like, it sucks that it has to be that way, but guess what? Motherfuckers do it every fucking day and don't be feeling bad for shit. So, make the fucking best man win. And sometimes friendly competition is needed. A healthy competition is needed. And that's okay. Like, but you have have to be, do you be honest with the guys? Like, hey, you're not the only one that that I'm talking to. If it comes up, I'll tell them. Yeah. Like, if it comes up, I'll tell them. But if it's, like, the first day and they be like, do you talk to other dudes? Get the fuck out of my face. Mind your business. Right, mind your fucking business. This is the first date, now. Mind your business that pays you. Period. You want to pay for this meal or not? It's true. It should. I mean, I mean, I'm just... You want to pay for the meal or not? No. Y'all paying for food and shit. Like, what y'all eating? McDonald's. That's the one that's open. No, it's not Raising Can't Step until 1. For real? What is it? I never had Raisin Cane. Raisin Cane's the Santee. Besides, I don't know fucking Santee for no Raisin Cane. I drove to Santee today for Raisin Cane. How far was that? I don't know. I drove from work. It was like 20 minutes. No, baby. I'm good. From work. Not from a uh, chicken tender. And it was good, too. I want a crab hut. I don't even know what that is. See, you missing out. There you go. Okay. Um, I can't do that. Mm-mm. I want a fucking crab hut. And everything. Why did the hookah stop? Let's get the hookah pop, man. Is y'all not smoking? Can we bring it over here so we can share some while we um discussing life and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Okay. What's up? Hmm. Damn. What, what you think is the most destructive thing that you can do to your body? Hookah? Fisting? First of all, bitch. No, no, no. That's no, first no, no, of all. No, no, no. Oh, you like getting fisted? Me, me, what? You like to get fisted? You like to get fisted? Audience, if you like to get fisted, clap, clap your hands. I don't. Oh. I feel like the most destructive thing that you can do to your body is lack of. Self love and self preservation. Self love and self preservation. Not loving you. Yes, because the you know what? I can agree. With, I can agree with that because if you don't love yourself, that can lead to so many other destructive roads and things like that. Because you get in a place of you don't care. It's a nonchalant type of attitude. And everything, and that can lead to harm. It can lead to a, a, yeah, that, that can lead to a lot of harm. And it's things that we take that we see on TV. My six, my six hundred pound life. Mm-hmm. 
intervention, mm -hmm. Dr. Phil. It can be anger. It can be it can be you eat you eat yourself to death or you throw up so much that you die. It can mm -hmm. be drugs. Because you don't love yourself and you don't see how special you are as a person. Hmm. I mean I mean love. Do you I just feel like if you do don't you, take do you, do you think that love is the center of everything? I fuck love. No, but you can't fuck love because don't you love yourself? I love myself. But All right, so you can't fuck love. Ain't nobody gonna love me like I love myself. But as long as you love yourself, then that's what matters firstly. Now look, I went I went two years without being in a relationship. And I loved myself a lot to the point where I I didn't I didn't want to be with nobody else because I was like nobody's gonna give me the same love that I'm giving myself. Mm -hmm. So people are like, how did you go two years without like being with anybody, having sex with anybody, whatever, blah blah blah. And I'm like, because I gave myself so much love because I lacked that, and I went from like the age of like 19 to like 27 without like having a gap in like relationships, like I said before. So. I was always dependent on other people to love me. Do you think that someone can show you the same love that you that that you yourself can show? I don't think so. Yourself? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think, think it's so. a different type of love. But I don't think that no one can ever give you the type of love that you give yourself. Like that type of affirmation, that type of that type of gratitude. Now, people can give you affirmation and grat and gratitude, and it can be amazing and it can feel great. But I don't think it. For me personally, this is my thought. I don't think it can ever be on the same level that you yourself can give yourself, quite frankly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just know that the shit that I do for myself, I I do it so that I don't expect it from anybody else. So, like, when I buy myself flowers, I do it so that I don't have to expect it from nobody else. So then when someone does it, then... When someone does it, it wasn't expected. Is there gratitude with it? Like, I'm grateful. Uh-huh. But it's like... It's kind of like we were dating. If we were dating... Because you like flowers. Yeah. Like, like, I just feel like you should just do nice things for yourself. But do you... Is, but do you love... Like, fl do you love flowers? I do. Me too, right? I like flowers, but I was never given flowers. Right. So it's like... I wasn't doing that for myself. So instead of me, instead of me wanting that, because I'm like, I'm not going to voice to you that, oh, I, I want you to give me flowers. Today. Right. Like, I feel like if that's what you want to do, you'll fucking do it. Right. But, but do you tell people that, like, say if you date somebody and y'all trying to get to know each other, you know, my favorite color's black and bitch, I love fucking dogs and walks in the yeah. park and I love flowers. Do I you like tell I people? You I'm like, my favorite color is sunflower. Okay. People know that. People know that about me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would, like, it's like in my relationships that I had been in, now I got flowers. Hmm. And you know, you throw little hints out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. people don't be picking up on them. So now it's like, because you didn't do it for yourself. And you expect somebody else to do it. Now you're disappointed. Do you want to know what's my most destructive relationship was the one who cared about me the most? Is that weird? My most destructive relationship was the one who cared about me the most. They were destructive. Mm. They knew 
but I think it, I think for me it was a manipulative type of um, type of personality. They knew what I love, mm-hmm. like for like you, I like flowers, right? Mm-hmm. And I loved lilies, I love orchids and stuff like that. They would always buy it and everything like that. But they were the most destructive person I've ever known. They were a liar. They were a cheater. They were a manipulator. And it was nothing I never experienced in my life before. And it kind of broke me. Of course. But to this day, I always tell people that person's not a bad person. They have demons about they have demons about themselves that they need to figure out mm-hmm. but i don't ever dis i don't discredit him from being a good person my most destructive relationship was somebody that i gave my all to mm-hmm. like you know how you know how you know, okay, so you know how like you 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 make you make like a mental note that you just want to change and you just want to do shit the right way, mm-hmm. and you let all the bullshit go. You try to do shit the right way, and it's like shit shit just don't feel right. But it's like you try to make it feel right because you have literally put your everything into this. Mm-hmm. Like you have put literally time, sweat, blood tears all of that into a relationship and you want to make it work because guess what once they leave you given everything and now when they leave you feel like you ain't got nothing mm. like so go to you go to you so we're gonna take a break real quick uh-uh. we're gonna take a break and i'm gonna come back Go to it. No, we're not going to take a break and I'm going to come back. We're going to get into this now. Go we're going to take a break and I'm going to come back. Go to it. We're going to take a break and I'm going to come back. Why? Because we got to pay some people. Okay. <laughs> we got to pay some people. But I'll be back. Okay, and we are back. Second half. Second half. We back, baby. We back. We back and we motherfucking live. Um, <laughs> I had to go... Run some people some money real quick. <laughs> um, but okay, so back like I was saying, like you literally put like you literally put you know your all into somebody, and because you know like when they leave, you don't have anything. Mm. <laughs> I keep laughing because it's a sensitive topic, but like I was in a relationship. I was, I was, I was my, like, my most destructive relationship literally almost cost me everything. Mm. Like, literally everything. Um, <laughs> um, put everything into my relationship. Mm-hmm. Gone. I have nothing. You had like, something. I had something. You had yourself, too. I had something. And I always be telling people, like I always be telling, like I said it, I said it on the last episode, I didn't go in depth with it, but I didn't go in depth with it because like, you know, this is why I say like, 
the most destructive thing you can do to your body is not is like lack of self preservation and self love because it was like I didn't have that. Right. I didn't have that. So when he left, I didn't have anything. I had my dog. Right. And that was the only thing. <laughs> when I tell you the only thing that kept me alive. <laughs> right. So um he left. I have nobody. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have nobody to vent to. Like, I was literally by myself. I would go to work. I would come home. And I would get in the bed. Like, I would, I would walk my dog. Like, I would feed my dog. Let him out. Like, I would let him out. Feed him. Go home. Like, walk him. And come home and get in the bed. Mm-hmm. The house stayed dark. Right. The house stayed dark for maybe four or five months. Mm. Right. House stayed dark. Um... I didn't know, like, I didn't know anybody because it was like my life was just wrapped up right. in, like, this person. So, I, um, <laughs> pulling yourself out of a mental, like, a mental, like, tragedy or whatever is hard. <laughs> I believe it. It's hard. Like, I'm laughing about it, but it, there's nothing funny about it. You can all. laugh about it now because you're on the other side mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I lit it. If I, I can honestly say that if I did not have that dog, we probably would not be having this conversation. And that's just me telling the fucking truth. No, that's deep. And that's, that's me telling the fucking truth. Like, I have never. I haven't. That's why I took two years off mm. to love myself. Right. Because I was so dependent on somebody. Like somebody just had to love me. Somebody had to love me, and I didn't want to be by myself. So, and like I said, I had said it on one of these podcasts. I was like, my dog. If I leave my dog, where's he gonna go? That's not right. fair to him. That is not fair to him. Cause that's a life too. That's not fair to him. So that was the only thing that's keeping me holding on. Work was stressful. I had like I could talk to my mama or whatever, but it wasn't like the conversation you needed. Right, it wasn't like the conversation I needed. Like you know, like like people that understood what I was going through. Right, like people that understood because my mother be like, you know, I just told you you wasn't no good for you, blah blah blah. blah. And right, like, my mom, I'm not really trying to hear that right now. Like I'm just I'm just trying to I need to be uplifted because I'm literally at the end of my road. Right. Like, I would go to work, and they was just like, you know, like, they would be asking me, like, you know, is everything okay? And I would just be like, yeah. And I would sit at my desk. I wouldn't talk to nobody. I didn't let nobody in. Mm. I didn't do nothing that I needed to do. Like, I did my work, and I went home. That was it. I didn't do nothing more. I didn't do nothing less. Did my work, and I went home. And... (laughs) Listen, depression is a real thing. Like, I look back on it. Like, when I was going through it, I was just like, I don't think I'm depressed. Like, I'm, I didn't see nothing wrong with what I was doing. Right. Depression is a real thing. I, no. Depression is 100% a real thing. And you have to, like, you have to go through it to understand, like, people, what people be going through. Like, some people, di- some people didn't, didn't make it. No, I <laughs> Some people didn't make it. So, it's like, it, fuck, it fucks me up because it was like... It was like, man, like I would look, I would literally like this dog would literally lay next to me all day, every day. He would look at me in my eyes or whatever. And that's literally what just kept me going. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, this is my dog. Like, this is literally like the one, like when I tell people that 
me and this dog have been through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Like, this dog would literally, like, crawl on the couch, crawl on the, uh, crawl on, crawl on the bed with me. I, some, it'd be some days I wouldn't even make it to the couch or the bed. I'd just be laying on the floor in the kitchen. But it's good that he sensed that you needed love and he was there to give you that love. Yeah. And everything. And love can come in any shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's... I mean, I don't have a pet, but I understand why people love their pets so much, why people cherish their pets so much, why they are a part of the family and everything like that. Because they, they feel that emotion. They feel that connectivity to you. And they feel, at times, that hurt or that loss or uh-huh. that anger or that sadness and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they understand that this touch... That easy touch can can change the world, mm-hmm. can change that moment, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. I've been through depression myself, but my depression wasn't an animal. It wasn't a human. I coped by alcohol, and that was me too. Everybody and knew me. I was alcohol dependent. I would go home every day and drink. Mm-hmm. Like go home first thing I do is the first thing I would do is open the bottle, mm-hmm. drink, mm-hmm. take a shower. And get in my bed and drink some more. Mm-hmm. And that was for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I finally um, sought help. And the first thing that I remember she asked me was, am I okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I just started crying. I was like, no, I'm not. I didn't even go to therapy. Like, no, I'm not. And that's another thing. We need therapy is there to help us. It's not there to scare us is not there to make us think any differently of ourselves. It's there for us to have an outlet to express ourselves in our most freest and unbiased moments. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated every point of that. And that helped me pull myself out of a dark space because I was in a dark space in 2017. Mm-hmm. I was in a dark space and I ain't ever trying to go there again. Me either. That was a dark, dark time. And like, like I had, I, I, I said it on the last one. I was like, I got into like listening to like country music mm. because it just pulled me up. Like it kept me like sane, I guess. Right. Like, my dog kept me alive, but the country music kept me, like, saying, like, I would go to, I would listen to it, go to sleep. I would listen to it at my desk. Right. I would hang out at this, at this country bar. Like, I just, I don't know. It was just, it was just, like, a vibe that I needed. Right. Like, a guy walked up to me at work and was like, hey, listen to this. He would just do it every day. Walk me to work. Hey, listen to this. Listen to this. And I'm just like, I don't fucking listen to shit. I just want to go in here and do my work, go home. So I started listening to shit, and then I started going out, and then it's like, I would go to this bar by myself and just sit in the corner and just have my little drinks, and that'd be the end of that. And go home at the end of the night, and I go on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Oh, it's not. No, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays. It's Crazy my, and my, my back hurt. That's what kept me sane. <laughs> that kept me sane. Like, I had to, I had to keep my sanity. Um, it sucks, because it's like, a lot of this shit, I ain't never told nobody. I haven't even told my mama this. Mm-hmm. My mama don't even know this. Like, like, if my mama knew this, she'd probably, like, be so fucking upset. Right. But I'm like... 
I had to do, I felt like I had to do what was best for me. Like, I'm all, like, I'm not one to, like, depend on other people. I'm not one to be, like, you know, like, if I'm having, like, a rough day, I'm not one to just be, like, hey, bitch, I'm having a rough day. I want to talk to you about it. Like, that's just not me. Like, it's not, like, and, you know, you need people to vent to. You need people that you can, like, you know, call on when you need them. But it's just, like, I've never been one to be, like, you know, I've never been one to do it and be comfortable with it. Right. Because I don't want my, I don't want my issue to be nobody else's issues. Um, but. If you want to talk to me and be like, you know, hey, you know, this is what's going on. Like, that's okay. Let's listen. You want me to listen? You want me to talk? You want me to, like, what you want me to do? Um, but like I said, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I was so I was so wrapped up in this dude. I didn't have no other friends. Mm. It was just me and him. Mm. And when he was gone. And that's dangerous. I didn't have nobody else. That is dangerous. I have nobody that I could call and be like, look talk me off the edge like i would be on the edge and be like well here i am <laughs> here i am on the edge mm-hmm. so you know i i took them two years off yeah i can say that it definitely made me a better person like right. i would like i started out doing like little shit for myself like you know like going like going to get my hair cut regularly and then I started you know getting like pedicures and manicures and I started getting like massages and I started buying myself like flowers and sending like edible arrangements to my job mm. and like stuff. like cause oh this for me yeah this for me yeah so it's like you know I pulled myself out of this and I am 100% proud of that because <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I needed help, but I didn't have any. So I'm trying to like, you know, I'm trying to, if I can just, you know, convince a few people that this is like a real thing, check on your strong friends. Check on them. Check on your fucking strong friends. Check on all your friends. You never know. Check on all your friends. For real. You never know what no one going through. For real, you guys. You, sometimes you just gotta say, "Friend, I'm just asking, this just cause." Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Is it anything you need to talk to me about? I feel like, but I'm here. I feel like you know, like people, people. I don't know what be going through people's minds when, like, people don't like people. Like people, we all have our own lives. We mm-hmm. all have like you know shit going on, but. I try to, you know, at least hit you with like, hey, you good? Or, you know, hey, mm-hmm. haven't talked to you in a while. What's up? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it just, it just comes in like different, in different forms. Right. Like, because the last thing I would want is for like somebody that I fuck with, anybody, to like take their life and there was something that I could do about it. Right. It's crazy. It is like a really heavy topic because I've been there. <laughs> Listen, I, like, a lot of people have been there. I'm pretty sure they, the audience, there. they can relate to that. Like, been there. So it's like, I don't know. Like, like you know, some days I have like, you know, where I just be like feeling, you know, down. But I've learned how to like pull myself out of it. Right. So it's like, it never lasts too long. That lasted way too long. And then I finally, like, made, like, friends or whatever. But it's, like, you know, I really wasn't, like, a good judge of character on these friends. So it's, like, you know, like, they were bringing me down further than I was 
to begin with. So it's like, you know, sometimes you got to take a step back, reevaluate, meet new people and blah, blah, blah. Period. So it's like, I'm not letting nobody get this out of me. So when I say I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket for a fucking person ever again in my fucking life, it just, it just can't happen. I ain't got no time for this period. I have to, I have to guard myself. Because guess what? You going to do what you got to do to make sure your feelings ain't hurt. Whether it be like you ghost me, whether it be, you know, you give me some bullshit ass story, whether it be like, you know, whatever it is, you going to make sure you take care of you at the end of the fucking day. You're not going to say no shit that's going to make you feel bad. You're not going to tell me like if we don't work out, you're not going to tell me no shit that's going to make you feel bad. You're going to tell you some shit that's going to make you feel comfortable. So, you know what? I am going to do what I got to do. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. So, you know. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like, you know. I feel like we've been on this subject for like a long time. Yeah, but it was important. It was important because I feel like you gotta, like. Sometimes you gotta get this shit off of you. And I mean, like I said it, but you know. I don't know. I feel like I've, like, I said it, and I like it, but it's like, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to raise awareness. Right. Trying to raise awareness on shit that's going on. Check on your fucking strong friends. Check on them. Also, what are we doing in 2020? I don't know. I got to see if I live past the coronavirus. Coronavirus! The way it's looking, I'm like, Shit is getting real. Listen, for 2020, I'm turning 31. In 2020, I turned 31. And what's today? It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I turned 31 in three days. And 30 for me was all about um, loving myself and mm-hmm. getting back to myself. That was what I did. That's what I practiced and that's what I achieved. And I'm happy for that. And 31 is about exploring myself now. But what aren't we doing? Oh, you said what aren't, what aren't we doing? What aren't we doing? Bitch, wrong subject, period. What aren't, <laughs> what aren't we doing? Listen. What I'm doing is this. It's a, it's a simple song. I ain't got no time for fake ones. Just sipping crystal with my real ones from east to west coast. Period. I hate your ratchet. Let me tell you, that's, that's, that's what it is. I ain't got time for it. Okay? In 2019, I left a lot of people behind. 100%. And I did it on purpose. Did. Definitely. And I don't regret it. Not one bit. I left niggas who I thought was my motherfucking brothers. Behind, and ain't no ill will. My heart still. If my heart, if you needed me, I would still be there for you. Me, but don't call me just to call me. And so, I'm about progression, and Uh and I'm about living my life to the the fullest. Mm -hmm. And I I won't make no exceptions for any one body at all. In 2020, it's about me, baby. 2020, I'm not doing it. It's about me. 2020 is definitely about me. And what I'm not doing is the bullshit. 2020, 30. The bullshit. I am making myself happy. Period. By all means necessary. In all accounts. Any and all. 
I'm listen. I'm not about to. I don't know it's 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 summertime, so I don't want to date. Bitch, we ain't no dating in twenty twenty summertime. We got coronavirus in the house. I don't want to date. Distance, I don't want to date. I don't. I, but I'm about to. But listen, summertime come. Hopefully, this shit get taken care of so I can run these fucking streets. And anybody that want to run these streets, you better make sure you're single because if you get hit in your mouth for some shit that you did with me, then I got shit to do with me. Oh my god. I'm just saying. If you get him up for some shit that you did with me, that ain't got shit to do with me. Period. Don't bring that shit. This is why that was your fault. I'm around these streets. I'm not about to get nobody no time of day. Listen, if you don't fuck with me, that's cool. I don't want to fuck with you either. You don't want to talk to me, that's cool. I don't want to talk to you either. You don't like me, cool. I don't like you either. Can't. Like, Can't stop, won't stop. I'm not, about to sit, I'm not about to sit up and wonder why, like, you know, why shit, like, just wasn't, wasn't it, like, you know, why I lost a friend. Why I lost a, whatever. Some nigga I was talking to. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Alright, it was a good while lesson. I ain't never lost a friend that I wasn't supposed to lose. Bitch. I ain't never lost a friend that I didn't want. I have never lost a friend. Okay, I'm you tired? I'm okay. He from the East Coast, y'all. Or the Mid-East Coast. Or the Mid-West. Is it the Midwest or the East Coast? Midwest. The Midwest. He from Michigan. He from Michigan. Michigan. Michigan State University. You right above me. You from Indiana. 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 You know the same thing. I don't. I don't like how you. I don't like how you said. I don't know. I don't know my continents. It's like no, the country. (laughs) I mean the state. Yeah, what? The state. state. You know we live on this one. We not live. Crazy. I think the next time I go live. Like go live, ooh, go like live. actually do live. That'd be um, question. What's the question? So if you love somebody, okay, okay, let me, okay, let me ask you this: Do you believe in love at first sight? Mm. Does that exist, or is that just like a? Is that, is that like is that like you know something that somebody made up? Love at first sight. Do, have you ever looked at somebody and just been like, I have. I looked at somebody before. I've had that before. I said, Damn, this is my nigga. This is who I'm going to be with. Yeah. I can see my future with him. Bitch, I've been, I plan out our wedding, bitch, and we still having shots at the bar. Mm-hmm. But I believe in love at first sight? No. Mm, no. Um, I believe in fantasies. Mm-hmm. I believe in. Ideas of what I want, mm-hmm. but when I really break it down, I don't believe in love at first sight. I don't think that for me personally, this is my turn. I don't think that you can actually. I don't think that you can love someone at first sight, and everything. I think that you can be in lust and heavy light. You can have a fantasy. You can have these thoughts, these wild thoughts about somebody. But I don't. I don't love you. I don't know. I don't know how you sleep. Maybe if you snort, you're out of here. I'm at a point in my life where if you breathe wrong around me, you gotta go. But <laughs> if your t-shirt is wrinkly, like right here, like it's like you pulled it like a child <laughs> on the neck, then you're out of here. I think that I think I think that people can be in love with the idea. Period. Of you. Yeah. But I don't wanna say like, you know, they love you because people don't even know you to love you. Mm-mm. But if you feel some type of way about, if you feel some type of way about somebody, 
are you going to tell them? Are you going to tell them, like, when you feel it, or are you going to wait? I, if, um, and, like, say a week pass and you just feel like, you know, I like Then, like, I really fuck with you. Like, like, I really fuck with you. Are you going to tell them, or are you going to wait? Me now, I will wait. I got to wait. I got to wait to see if this is just a passing and stuff. I used to be like that. Like, I'd be like, yo, I fuck with you heavy. <laughs> like, it's just something about you that I really like, and this, that, and the third. I fuck with you heavy. But now that I... I gotta wait that shit out because I know that this shit don't lead to nothing. I'm taking the secret to my grave. I wait. I wait. First of all, my thing is, I need to, for me personally, this is my thing. I need to wait to see when we get into an argument how you are. And so, because an argument sometimes shows the real you. Mm-hmm. Because when you're at a point where you disagree with a person or you don't like the idea of what a person is saying, Sometimes your tr- part of your truth will come out because I see how you are when you're nice to me. Mm-hmm. I see how you are when you want to love on me, mm-hmm. when you want to sex on me. Mm-hmm. I need to see how you are when you disagree or or when you don't like me. And that's how that's what I've said in the past. I'm like, I want to put you in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, like I want to see how you treat. I want to see how you treat wait staff. Mm. Oh, maybe they. Didn't I want to see how you treat like people. Like I want to. I want to see how you treat customer service reps. Mm-hmm. I want to see all of that. Oh, but they don't like me then. Cause how you treat flight attendants? How you treat like I, I don't want to see how you treat me. Yeah. Cause you you fuck up with me on like you know like oh I like you type of shit. Right. So it's like you know you trying to impress me. I want to see how you gonna treat just a complete stranger. Mm. That's a good point. I never really thought about like how you want to treat those other people that you don't have this infatuation with or just mm-hmm. or, or or the thought of how do you treat people in general? Because you treat me how I want to be treated mm-hmm. you have an idea of, of what I like about you so mm-hmm. you're going to do what it takes mm-hmm. but when it I'm going to use that I need to see how you treat the wait staff the flight attendant mm-hmm. the bartender mm-hmm. the, like we go the bitch who messed up your food mm-hmm. we, like, you like we go like we go to dinner and you know you order something they get it wrong I like that no and I never thought about that I like that you charge them up and they are and you know they're apologetic about it you know whatever blah 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 and I know I've had my share of you know like I've had to you know I'm not gonna say let some weight staff have it but it's like I said on the one before I'm about to fight him cause all he doing is just blowing bubbles in this damn thing <laughs> but I um I've said it before like I went to a I went to a restaurant. I asked a girl for you know an appetizer. I hadn't even ordered my damn food yet. Just order, just ask for an appetizer. I asked. I kept asking her for this appetizer, mm. and I was I was like borderline over it. But it's like you know I wasn't like girl get my appetizer. I was right. just like you know hey you know when you get a chance you know is there any way that you can you know get you know this 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 dip in this chips or whatever? And you know she was like yeah I got you blah blah blah. So then it's like. She left and didn't come back for a while. And then I was just like, hey, I had asked, you know, one of the other waiters, like, you know, hey, you know, I had ordered this and I was just wondering if, you know, if anybody could check on it. Because, you know, we've been here for a minute, yeah. like, you know, and she hasn't brought anything else. So, you know, and, but I didn't say that. It was just like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, I've been here for a fucking minute. Like, you know, you ain't brought nothing out or whatever. So I guess you know, told her her whole attitude changed. She came back to that table with a whole fucking attitude. And I'm like, girl, I didn't even tell your manager that you did this. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I asked another. I asked your colleague, like, "Hey, girl, right? Like, you know." And I said it nicely. Like it wasn't like, "Hey, you know," but I, I didn't tell on you. I was just like, you know, "Hey, whatever." So you know, she came to the table with that too. So you know, I was just like, mm, "Lose it." 
<laughs> like, lose it. I said, bitch, let me... Oh. <laughs> but it's like, usually... Usually, usually, I'm pretty nice to everybody. I think, I, I think, I think I'm okay. My friends get mad at me because I express my, um, like I express myself to them, I, and I and I express my um, discontent with ser- with service and quality. I think that's needed. I get constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. I say, sis. You waited 30 minutes to bring us cold bread. Mm-hmm. Cheesecake factory. <laughs> <laughs> Something gotta give. I know. It's either you need to tell your people that you need help mm-hmm. or you need to train yourself better and how to expedite things going on. Especially as simple as bread and water. We went to a restaurant, we went to a brunch spot this past last whatever day it was. I don't know what day it was. I think T-T-I. it was one uh, Saturday. I don't know what day it was. It was T-T-I, like thank you. Sure. Thank you so um, much. And we waited there twenty minutes before the bitch even acknowledged us, and she didn't even even acknowledge the 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 uh, the other guy acknowledged us, and had a nerve to say, "Oh, which I want? How many of y'all is there?" First of all, you you depend on these tips. And the simple fact that honestly, if they was busy, you could have said, "We're busy right now. We're gonna get you as soon as as soon as we can." Mm-hmm. Hold on, you check in. Mm-hmm. You make people feel wanted, appreciated to be at this dining establishment, even in healthcare. Mm-hmm. If we run behind in cases, mm-hmm. I come out and tell them, "Hey, you know we're we're running behind. As soon as we get it done, I'm gonna come out and get you right away. Mm-hmm. If it's more than fifteen minutes, I'll come talk to you again." Mm-hmm. Make people feel like they're appreciated mm-hmm. in any facet of life. Mm-hmm. And bitches don't get that. And bitches don't get that. Bitch, I don't get you. And that's, that all. And that and that's and that's and that's when I start saying, bitch. Well, you up here running, but your wig lifting. What the fuck? <laughs> your wig lifting. Your booty looks. Your booty looks like like a like a bag of dirty diapers. But it's only if the necessary arises. I mean. With my whole little thing, like, you know, with this whole virus going around, they don't allow more than, you know, five people in the office. Bitch. And this is like, this is like the three people that work there and two customers. But you still got to make these people feel like they're important. You still got to make these people feel like they want to. You still got to even know. You still got to, you still got to, you know. I just feel like you just got to treat people how you want to be treated. That's all this shit boils down to is you got to treat people how you want to be treated. Period. Treat me how you want. Treat me how you want me to treat I you. I just want somebody to treat me like somebody. Somebody real is hard to find. <laughs> oh, just Boy, I just read. I not deal with you. Oh my god. Do you think one-sided relationships can be fixed? No. No. You don't think somebody can like grow out of it or like? I think it would take. Or like learn what's going or like learn what's wrong. I think it would take a a trying situation for them to realize that what they're doing is not good. I think if if they think that everything is copacetic and that person is following their ways and their rules and their ideas and they're fine, I think it takes a trying relationship for them, a hurtful, a a tumultuous relationship for them to realize 
what I'm doing, maybe it don't work. How I think, maybe it's not the way I should maybe try to compromise or understand my partner. A one a one sided relationship would never work unless you are somebody who's weak or hurt. I'm reserving myself. That's just my unless you're weak or hurt. The shit that I do coming out the gate, I ain't doing that shit no more. I don't think a one sided relationship could ever work unless you're weak or hurt. Like I used to be on this thing where I was like, you know what? I don't have to match energy. Like I'm just gonna do what I feel is right. Mm -hmm. I match the same shit you do. For real. If you don't do shit, I'm not doing shit. But sometimes you gotta show somebody. Maybe sometimes you can't even show somebody like. You want to get twenty. You know what? If you are Adele, I'm not showing you nothing. You know what? You you stuck you stuck in your fucking ways. You do this shit. I'm not here for it. You find that weak, hurt bitch. That that ain't me. And unfortunately, if that's dumb, sis out, sis brother in betweens. I wish you the best. I hate you so much. <laughs> I wish you the best. But it ain't for me. Like, I don't... It, like, if you give 20%, I'm going to give 20%. I might even give 10 And guess what? Tomorrow, I might be over you. So... Dumb, dumb, bitches, dumb bitches need to grow up twice. I've been practicing this thing where I've, I, I get over people, like, quickly. I'm telling you. I was... Like, I'm trying... I'm trying to like do it like you know if you stop talking to me whatever okay cool I don't I know can't. you can't what I can't deal with folks oh I just can't like you know my patience is like wearing thin I can't deal with folks uh-uh. it's like I turned 30 and a light clicked on and I was I told just, like you, when you turn 30 bitch a thing changed in you when you in your in your 20s you deal with the bullshit I got time bitch I'm in the corona statistics where bitch I'm 28% likely to die Okay. I ain't got time. Are you ready? Yeah, we are. We are. Not are you ready? We are. Oh. Mm-hmm. February. February 49. I don't want to die. We won't. I don't want to die just yet. I got some unfinished business. I got I to slap a bitch once in my life. I, I, before I, I got I to throw a drink in a bitch face. You ain't never done that before? Not yet. Can, can I try it? Don't throw no drink in my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Richie's. They close. They they, <laughs> they selling white claws out the back door. They sure was selling white claws out the back door. <laughs> you went, bitch. Mm-mm. I got the text message. Oh. Yeah, text message. I just knew you were gonna be down here. Why? I don't they, even go. They playing disco music. If you don't go, I don't go. Okay. I ain't. I ain't gonna. I never went to Richie's without you. Oh, for real? For real? I'm okay, here. Well, this summer we're going to motherfucking L.A. It's big for That's the... My bladder. Your bladder. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what is... What did we take from today's episode? What did I take from today's episode? Sleep. Boy. <laughs> we took sleep from what? Oh, I he's took, sleepy. I took, listen, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Woody woo. Where did you get that from? <laughs> that was a song. But where I, did you get that from? I think it was two songs. In the podcast? Yeah, but sometimes it won't be nothing. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. 
spirit. That goes with dating. That goes with my space. That goes with um, bitch. <laughs> everything. What? What the motherfucker? Hold on. What the fuck they be doing with them? Period. <laughs> what I take from it? You can't bully a bully. You can't bully a bully. Mm -mm. That goes with the most destructive thing you can do to your body. Don't start nothing with your body. Don't be nothing with your body. Love yourself? No, the most destructive, most destructive thing you can do with your body. If you don't start nothing with your body, it won't be nothing with your body. If you start hearing, if you start motherfucking hearing, the fucking hearing or cocaine, it'll be a problem with your body. Don't start it won't be nothing. All jokes aren't funny. Don't start no jokes, bitch. It won't be no jokes. Okay? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Just no, it's not rolling with y'all. What else we said? What 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 we aren't doing in twenty twenty? Bitch, don't start nothing. In twenty twenty, it won't be nothing in twenty twenty. Bitch, I'm about to go back to two thousand nineteen. What are you talking about? No shit. Let's let's take the bike. Cause baby, cause you gonna use this bike? Is this a time machine? Can you build one? I feel like he can build one. Because look at the glasses. He can build one. Twenty twenty. He got Androids. He got androids on his shirt. Like, he can build a time machine. Period. And they gay androids. I love you so much. <laughs> it's a pride shirt from like 2017. Period. I love you 3000. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, no, but honestly, all in all, I took love yourself before you love anything else. Like, love yourself. Understand yourself. Be one with yourself. Be be content with who you are before you do anything else in life because if you move if you move yourself if you move that person before you move yourself it's not going to connect that's like you can't move an empty soul mm -hmm. love love yourself be yourself like if you if you are waiting on my exit <laughs> You have to wait a little longer. Period. <laughs> you have to wait a little bit longer. Could come, bitch, you can't kill me. I'm a bad bitch. Um, that's not it. Shit is real. Period. Shit is getting real. It is. Be safe, y'all. I know. Thank you so much for coming by. I love this. Be safe. Oh, my God. We got so much to look forward to after the coronavirus. I know. Cause I don't think you've been on any episode since episode like eleven or twelve. Since episode yeah, eleven or twelve. But and what episode is this now? This is episode like twenty two. Oh my god! Oh, isn't this crazy? I've been missing the action. It's crazy. Like this shameless Philosoph is doing numbers. Numbers. I be seeing it. Hundred thousand viewers, subscribers. Which we ain't there yet. But you gotta. We almost. You gotta put it in the universe. We almost had two thousand. You about to be on um the Red Table Talk. And that's okay. Period. That's okay. I can do that. I, 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 I can start off there. Period. The red table's all good. I can do that. Um, Listen, she's the one. You know, follow my friend here. Okay. Tell the people that your name is Samara Mir. Samara Mir. You can follow me on Instagram at S-A-M-A-A-D-A-M-I-R. That's Samara Mir. Oh, is your free friend underscore? They don't need that this time. <laughs> I, found, I found out that it did us find me. And you can follow me at four underscores. Can I spell it out? Four Unders underscore. 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 Mm-hmm. H-I-M. Mm. Or you can follow the Shameless Pillow Talk podcast. 
Instagram page. Follow, like, and subscribe. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. Tears Real Talk available on eight different platforms. Period. Period. And that's on that. Now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Is that your song? Mm-hmm. Okay, I love it. Okay. Good night, guys. This is your best touch with sneakers. <laughs>